You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Clary, sponsored by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back into the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick and Rico hanging out with you guys per usual. So, um, okay, I found the the article. This comes from On3.com and Sean Callahan, Steve Sipple, that uh, team over there at, at Husker Online. And they have a story for about what is the timeline for, for Eric Gilbert. And Eric Gilbert said, quote, I haven't made any decisions yet. I think I should know something by Friday. I'm also waiting to hear back from my family. Um, that's it tomorrow. said that's tomorrow. He added that he's taken multiple visits to different Big Ten and Mountain West programs. Mountain West. Um, Colorado. He, he State. said he declined to discuss what other schools he's visited other than Nebraska. The six foot six, two hundred and forty eight pound Gilbert came to Georgia from LSU as the consensus top ranked tight end in the country. In 2020, he was named to the All-SEC freshman team after catching 35 passes for 368 yards and two touchdowns at LSU. The Tigers played only eight games in that shortened 2020 season. He then transferred to Georgia in 2021 where he took his true redshirt. As a redshirt freshman in 2022, he played in three games catching two passes for 16 yards and a tutty, or touchdown for a stacked tight end room. <laughs> He's a tutty. A tutty. Um, so it, hey, he... So- He's he's three inches shorter, but weighs the same as LeBron James. There you go. So I mean, if you just look at a picture of him, I mean, he he as a Georgia he is a massive guy, human as being. a Georgia guy, he is a big man. He is a big man. Um, and man. Nebraska is basically, I guess, just Georgia two point Georgia light. Georgia North. Georgia North. Yeah. Which I mean, not a bad. Look, hey, look, hey, look. If Nebraska if became Georgia, Georgia North, North, not a problem. Not a problem. We're all good with that. Um, in addition, so multiple outlets have also reported that Nebraska is visiting Dylan Riola one more time. Once again. Matt Rule was down there last Friday in Chandler, Arizona. Mm-hmm. Now, yesterday, Marcus Satterfield was down there visiting Dylan Riola. Just keep sending coaches down. And so, once in, a week, in a lot of these articles, Dylan talks about how his his family and and how relationships are the most important thing to him, and it really feels like it's a Nebraska Georgia competition, and then it's kind of everybody else, the USC, USC the Oregon, Oregon, and and kind of as on another pedestal. I saw Michigan. I also sent somebody to Jim Harbaugh. Went and visited Dylan Riola, no. but then I read an article on Michigan's 24-7 site mm-hmm. that it was more of a, hey, we're going to go visit Dylan Riola because we want the quarterback that we're actually targeting to commit. Mm-hmm. And it worked. Yeah, it makes sense. So it, makes, it, wor- it works out. Yeah, no, it's those four schools. It's it's Georgia, it's yeah. Nebraska, it's USC, it's Oregon. Because if you think about it, Georgia, I, if you think about the way that this competition for Dylan Riola shakes out, you've got Georgia, the back-to-back two-time national champions. You've got USC with a head coach that's had 
three Heisman winners in five, six years, whatever it is. Five years. Five years. Uh, you've got Oregon with a new head coach that's trending in the right direction and an mm-hmm. offense that looks really fun to play in uh, with a sixth-year quarterback at the helm, so they're going to be looking for somebody new next season. Um and then you got Nebraska, who new coach, uh, new system, new everything. Uh, it's it's time for a, a rebuild, a, a revamp of Nebraska. And and what better to to start that with than the son of a former Bingo. great, a Hall of Famer? So there's there's storylines to each thing. Um, and to add on top of that Georgia discussion, I mean, they put. I, I still find myself here. I think 10 days, close to 10 days after we saw their their performance in the national title game to where it was 65 to 7. And, and like it's, that it's actually it's happened. hard to re, it's hard to like truly put that into words when you truly think about it. Good thing they're numbers. That they Yeah, I know. Thank you, Rico. I you had to say that. <laughs> but it's super I mean, think about it. Georgia did that to what was supposed to be the number two team in the country. Second best team. Were they two or three? Yeah, it doesn't matter. No, no, I'm not saying seeded. I'm saying they they won the semifinal to then get into the national title where it's supposed to be the two best teams in all of college football, Mm -hmm. and they did that to them. Just, and even 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 if you want to take it away from that, TCU's the third seed, mm-hmm. so they did it to the third best team in the country. You 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 destroyed a top four team. That's really all I can. A, a top four team in the nation, in the country, one of the best teams in the country, and you made them look like a JV squad. Yeah, I mean it's it wasn't even close. At, at the end of the first quarter, it was not even close. Um, Craig says this on the text line. Any quarterback with an ounce of brains goes to Lincoln Riley. I would love Dylan here, but I would be shocked. And I think, I mean, that's Nebraska's going to need a lot of things here to go their way. They're, they are, they are. They're, and we'll ask Zach Carpenter. We'll have Zach Carpenter of Inside Nebraska on the show tomorrow, and he's been following this closely as has every single recruiting analyst, both locally, regionally, and nationally. Um, that they've been following this Dylan Riola story extremely close, but from what. We everybody can tell is that Nebraska's in the thick of it. They've they worked their they, way back into they, it. They've they've made up a lot of ground for what uh, from the the previous staffs mm-hmm. mishaps and it's, mistakes. It's crazy to me how Ohio State isn't really mentioned anymore. Well, how the school that he previously committed to just doesn't get any attention from him anymore. And I understand they did sign a quarterback in this last class, and maybe they told him that they weren't going to do that. But it's very strange how, how the team that you had, all your all all the eggs in the basket of Ohio State, you, you took them all out, and you, you're just like, no, I don't, I, don't, I don't need this anymore. I mean, I mean here's the thing. Um, Breezy says this on the text line, and this is where the fan base, because this is a very passionate topic around Husker Nation right now. I have now. a question after you read this. Scott says he will be a Cornhusker. He will be the first to commit to the 2024 class, and then the rest will follow. Now, what would you rather have if you're a Husker fan? Dylan Raiola, the number one player in the country for 2024, mm-hmm. commit early and then spend the entire season wondering after every loss if he's going to decommit the next yeah, day. Yeah, that's painful. That's and, painful. And if he's truly going to, to honor that commitment come signing day, you have mm-hmm. to spend all of that time until December whatever Wondering if he's actually going to sign with the you. The third Wednesday of the month. Or would you rather 
kind of have this will he won't he type thing and then signing day comes around pulls the hat out well, puts it on here's the and thing. then you, and then you get the fax sounder here on 937 the ticket and you're hearing Dylan Ryle no, is no, going to be you can get Husky. the fax sounder even <laughs> if he's committed the entire season now Rico you have to think about it this way is even if he's not committed to Nebraska throughout the season and this goes with any top tier recruit right any top tier recruit um is after every loss or after every poor performance mm-hmm. it's Man, are we going to lose this guy? Exactly. Are we going to lose? You're going to have that no matter who it is, whether whether it's the top wide receiver in the country, whether it's the top running back, whether it's the top quarterback. Do you want to put yourself? But now you bring in Dylan Raiola, who's the legacy guy. Do you want to put yourself through that kind of torture? Well, that, 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 that kind of torture, out. that kind of torture is going to be there no matter what, as long as he's uncommitted. Because if I feel Nebraska like loses, I feel like uncommitted is easier to talk yourself out of. You know, he's he's going to be a corner screw because it's there's no for sure. Like he's oh he's all in with us. If he commits in next month, and then yeah. Nebraska goes out and loses to Colorado by two touchdowns, and you're sitting there and you're like, oh my goodness, he's going to decommit and he's gonna he's gonna commit to USC and he's gonna do this and he's gonna do that. Whereas if he's not committed and you go out and you lose to Minnesota yeah. by a touchdown or by by two touchdowns, whatever it is, you're just like, hey. Shrug it off, you know. He's watching that, but he's thinking, you know, maybe I can help turn it around. But it's not. If they're committed, you automatically go. They're going to decommit. If they're not, maybe. you're like, oh, you know, well, they, they, maybe they think that they can help, and that, you know, if I was there, they wouldn't. I lie. don't know. Like, I'm not sure anybody can know. I don't know. It's going to be tough. I, I think it's going to be stressful no matter what. Because think about this. I mean, in, in the position that Nebraska is in, all right where they've lost a, 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 a quite a few games these last 4, 5, 10, 15 years, mm-hmm. right? Now you bring in a new staff that's known for developing, developing in the long haul, right? The long haul development to where statistically his Matt Rule's first season um, has been poor and, uh, and you know, whether it's 1-11 or whatever it may be, has been poor in terms of wins and losses. I think it's going to be... I mean, this is... I don't want to say unprecedented, but this is new territory for Nebraska fans. Mm-hmm. Like, we we got juiced up with Turner Corcoran as the number 45 overall recruit in the country, right? I do remember that. The, I mean, and Bryce Benhart was a, was a top 150 guy out of the state of, I want to say, Wisconsin or Michigan. Minnesota. 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 And Wisconsin was, was with them. Yes. Or was it, it on was Nebraska, Wisconsin. And you yes. thought, well, if Wisconsin wants this offensive Bingo. lineman. But, like, we are talking about not only the number one quarterback, not only the number one player out of Arizona, but we are talking about the number one overall player in the state of Nebraska, or, excuse me, in the entire country. Erwer. Out of everywhere. Everywhere. And as a Nebraska fan, when when, when Husker fans want this to work so badly, they are going to stress out way more than they probably should about this guy coming to Nebraska or not coming to Nebraska, if that makes sense. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, this is uncharted waters for all of us. I mean, everybody, I mean, Nebraska always offers the number one guy in the country or, as, you know, whatever. As everyone should. Everyone should. But to be not only in the mix, but in as of right now, on January 19th, a top two or top three? It's NCAA 14 after, the, after Bingo, every, after after every game. Addy. You're in a recruiting battle with one other school. Yes, just load up all the recruiting points, though. Just got to wait. Load up all the recruiting points. All of them. 700 so, off from the scholarship. We need, we need Matt Rule to get the insta-commit. Bring him in for Yeah, yeah. See, Matt that would Rule be so needs much the better. But also, you got to make sure you have that 
that that that uh, thing where you can you can unlock a player. That's if they, right. If they commit to another school, yeah. they lock you out. Like, nah, come, hold on, come on. And that's I think he has that actually. <laughs> Matt Rule does. I think he has that attribute. <laughs> he needs to upgrade. Dylan He's Riola like, locked Nebraska out, and Matt Rule was like, nope, nope. Matt Rule has the uh, the ability to unlock unlock locked down commitment unlock locked commits. There we so, go. There it is. All right. Um, okay, so a couple questions that right before we get to break. Trucker Rob asked a little bit ago, would Gilbert, ha- Eric Gilbert, that tight end from Georgia, have to sit out a year? The answer is no. So, so they would be – Georgia has already talked about how they would help out Eric Gilbert file for another um, – or a, a waiver with the NCAA. Here we go. This comes from Sean Callahan and Husker Online. Gilbert would not, excuse me, Gilbert would have to get a waiver from the NCAA to be a two-time transfer and gain immediate eligibility. A source close to Georgia said that it should not be an issue and the Bulldogs will be very helpful with Eric Gilbert in supporting his next move. As long as it's not in the SEC. As long as it's not in the SEC. <laughs> so we'd love it if, Nebra- if you know, they'd love it if Nebraska hey, thanks, ends up getting it. So, They're like, we're not um, yeah, so Eric Gilbert would be able to all signs pointing to the ability to play right away. So let's take a break. When we come back, we get the crossover. It's going to be a little bit of an extended version. Strick is is going to show up um, when he can, but Austin Orman will join us coming up next. We may talk a little baseball. We may talk a little Husker hoops. The whole nine yards coming up next on the Happy Hour. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the happy hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.